Welcome to episode one of the BC Outdoor Project podcast. Uh, Today it's going to be Austin and I talking a little bit about the project in general and what to expect from us over the next few months. We've got a bunch of good stuff coming out, so we're really excited about it. And we'd like to do a special thanks to Luke for making us really cool intro music, so enjoy. This is the BC Outdoor Project podcast, a show dedicated to the education of exploring the backcountry, advocation for the preservation of wildland, and building the leaders in the outdoor industry. Because when we stand in the quiet of the backcountry, we're reminded of what we truly are, human. Today's show is brought to you by Vahalapur Outfitters Vernon, a locally owned and operated outdoor gear shop that carries all of my favorite brands, Um, They've got everything you're going to need for your kit, and they're super knowledgeable staff. So definitely stop in if you're in the Okanagan, or you can head over to vpo.ca to look at the full inventory from all the stores in Canada. Today's show is also brought to you by Basecamp Sport & Spine, a sports med chiropractic clinic in the Okanagan They are dedicated to getting people back doing what they love with the people they love for life. So if you have any little dings or dents that are keeping you from enjoying the backcountry, head on over to basecampclinic.com to, one, look at all the content they've put up on that page or make your first appointment. All right, everybody. Welcome to our first podcast episode. Uh, I'm your host, Sam. We got Austin on here, too. We're going to be talking a little bit today about what the BC Outdoor Project is, um, what our goals are, and what we've got coming down the pipe for you over the next few months. Um, So we'll just kick it, kick it right off. Um, I'll introduce myself first. I'm Sam. uh, Once again, I'm from the western side of Colorado. Um, My family is big into backpacking, hunting, um, rafting, and things like that. So I grew up in the outdoors. Um, Then I moved up to Oregon for grad school and spent a little bit more time exploring Oregon, Washington. And then my partner and I moved up to Alaska about two years ago. Um, And Alaska is kind of where this project bloomed for me. I was um, surprised by my underpreparedness when I moved up to Alaska. Um, It's a bit of a rude awakening for someone who spent a lot of time in the outdoors. Like I've taught outdoor education. I've done a bunch of stuff, but when you're in the real backcountry, things change very quickly. Um, so I did a lot of reading and research and uh, talking to people and things like that. And some more certifications too, to kind of build up my resume for myself. And then I thought, well, there's, there's a hole here. So let's, let's talk about it. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. Um, Austin, you want to tell them about you? Sure. Yeah, I uh, <clears throat> I'm Austin. I am currently residing in Oregon, um, Portland area of Oregon. I grew up in Washington, out in the Pacific Northwest. Um, grew up camping and skiing predominantly, and then um, just playing sports. I was uh, pretty much a utility player, uh, pretty decent at a lot of different sports, but never the best at any one thing. And then realized that that um, 
that uh, versatility really played well with anything involving uh, adventure and being outside. So started getting into exploring backpacking more when I was in uh, college. Um, and then eventually that led to anything that involved being outside. So climbing, kayaking, rafting, uh, more backpacking, more adventures. Um, and I want to keep getting into more and more things. And as I have been trying to explore and find resources for things, um, I realized that unless you know somebody who already does those things, it's very difficult to get into them. Um, Sam being someone else that I've used as a resource of my own for things that I might be less experienced in uh, can vouch for that, that it's like she said, there's a hole as far as what's available to you for a beginner that still uh, has experience uh, to take things to the next level or to not just be able to get through it, but actually thrive in those different types of adventures. And so I'm really excited to be part of the BC Outdoor Project because I definitely have some goals of my own in the outdoors, uh, looking at getting involved with uh, dogs in the outdoors, possibly some search and rescue work, um, and then outdoor education for possibly uh, rescue dogs and things like that. Um, so lots of random stuff that I feel like ties into learning and and knowing your way around the backcountry and respecting it for what it is. And I want to see other people get that opportunity as well with whatever their goals may be. I just learned that Genevieve joined Search and Rescue this year too, and she's the busiest person on the planet. So I imagine that if she can do it, you and I can figure out a way to join it as well. But I know it's I'm a pumped. pretty big commitment. Yeah, same. Um, okay, I also forgot to mention that I am currently living in British Columbia in the Okanagan. Um, if that helps at all. I don't live in Alaska anymore. I do love it. I will go back, but I'm glad to be out of the snow for sure. The perpetual <laughs> winter up there. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about, um, a bit more about why why we're doing this project. So over the last couple of years, there's been a huge increase in people headed out into the backcountry, And um, that's great. That's awesome. There are a lot more people backpacking and hiking and even hunting. I think there's some um, really serious influencers that have made hunting look a lot more friendly to, to people, but that, that means that there's more people tracking into some of these more remote places. And the problem with some of this is you don't get to see all the behind the scenes of all the gear that they have, all the preparation, all the risk management that goes into some of these bigger trips. So we want to talk a lot about that. Um, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Netflix, make a lot of these uh, hobbies look a lot easier than they are. So our goal is like bottom line to just keep people more safe in the backcountry. So to do that, our mission is to educate people on exploring the backcountry, be it gear, uh, wildlife encounters, risk management, trip planning, all of those things. Um, also advocating for the preservation of these places. So that means talking about conservation, talking about the hard stuff, um, why you can't go into some areas, why it's important to avoid some areas certain times of the year. If you don't know, it's a little bit more frustrating. So we just want to build a little bit of um, understanding from that side as well. Sometimes there's a disconnect between what I call our REIers and our Cabela's 
people, right? Like we don't always have the same conversation, but there's a bunch of us who are hanging out in the middle there who engage in both. So this podcast is going to talk a little bit about that, but no, it is not just a hunting show. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We're also, by doing these things, I think we have a really good chance of creating some really strong leaders in the outdoor industry. So having people that are well-equipped, have all the gear, know what they're talking about. Those people can mentor more people and we can start to bring more voices into the conversation around keeping the backcountry a bit more wild. Yeah, I think it's uh, a really key point uh, to mention with our BC Outdoor project. Our goal isn't to create experts, it's to create leaders and other people, as I mentioned, who can be that conduit for their friends that want to get into it, um, but a step above what they see on Instagram, right? Someone who they say, oh, my buddy does this. There's someone I can talk to. Um, they might have that that information for me and be a good resource um, as a go-between, as a middleman, as somebody who is just like me, just like Sam, um, not necessarily the top experts in any one field, but you know what to do and you know how to be prepared and you know how to make it a good and safe place and understand the world that you're adventuring into. And you're an easy access for those around you to influence more people to love the country, uh, the wild country out there so that we have more people wanting to protect it. Um, And so again, I think that's a really big focus for us is please understand this isn't us coming at you as experts, but we will make sure to get you those resources and talk with experts so that you can also feel really comfortable and knowledgeable for the average Joe that wants to go do these things and safe um, and know where you can go to get more of that information or where you can direct your friends who want to get more of that information. That's, that's a big goal of ours. Yep. Yep. Which kind of leads into what to expect from us podcast style wise. So we've got a couple different styles. We're going to have your basic educational ones where it's us or an expert chatting about a certain topic and that can be um, first aid or gears, things like that. Um, or it'll come back into interviews, right? We, we happen to have a bunch of people in our lives who are incredibly talented and incredibly professional in a lot of these topics. Um, so we're going to pull, pull them in and they were very much mentors to us. So we're going to bring them in, make them mentors to you. And then the other type of podcast, which I'm super excited about is a story So we are looking for people to submit their stories to us via our website. And these can be any kind of stories from the backcountry. This can be your trip gone wrong, your uh, epic, I don't know, what have you, story where you really learn something. Um, Wildlife encounters, hunters, if you've got a really wild story, we want to hear it. Um, And you can do, you can submit your story to us for the podcast by going to bcoutdoorproject.com backslash podcast. Um, There's going to be a little link on there for you to share your story. Just give us your name, your email address, and a little blurb about what the heck happened to you. And then we'll try to plug you into our schedule. We've had a bunch of people reach out to us and some really, really neat stories coming in. Um, And I think there's a lot to be learned from these stories. Um, You know, the mistakes that were made or, you know, the things that went right. So if you got a story, once again, pop on over to our website and, and share it. We'll send you 
um, a couple things for being on our podcast because we really appreciate that. And I know that the, the listeners would sometimes prefer that over me just rambling about what garment I use or something like that. So <laughs> more stories, the better, right? Um, yeah. Austin, I think that's it for that, right? Yeah, I think that, that sums it up for podcast styles. Absolutely. Sweet. Okay. Um, membership. We are offering membership through our website as well. Uh, for a limited time, it's going to be free. So get on there. Give us your email address. Actually, your address as well. It's not because Austin's going to come to your house and rant on your door and make you sign <laughs> something. We're just going to send you a sticker. If you don't want a sticker, don't give us your address or feel weird about it. Um so we'll do that. You're also going to get access to a six-week backpack training program. Uh, we are going to have more training programs on our website um, as well, but that's the first one coming out. The 12-week pack program will be, I think that's April 1st. I got to double check the date on that, but having another one of those. And then members also get obviously gear deals and special offers as they come up. And you'll get first dibs on any trips, workshops, meetups that we do for 2022 and 2023 so pop on over once again to our website bcoutdoorproject.com backslash membership to give us your info yeah we're cool we promise, <laughs> promise. <laughs> promise. but more um, so the big thing about all this uh with the membership included the reason it's free is we really truly uh, at the core of this just want to create that community we want to create a space for everybody to feel comfortable and feel as equals no imposter syndromes here we're just trying to um really create a place of acceptance and education um and some really awesome badass stories to encourage people to get out there more and to do it the right way yeah, we, uh, we evolved to hang out in these places, so we have the capacity to do it, right? It just, we've all become a little bit soft, so <laughs> we, we need thanks, some help. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little bit squishy. I'm, I'm talking about <laughs> us as a whole here. Um, okay, at the end of every podcast where we have a guest, we're going to do something that my, my dad requested, actually. He loves this when podcasts do this. So it's uh, three questions, rapid fire. So try to keep it short and sweet. Um, and they'll be for the guests. So question number one, I'm going to go first, is what is your trail stereotype? Um, I like this question because there are a lot of uh, funny articles and blog posts about this. But my my type is definitely the day early and a dollar short. Um, we spend a crud ton of money on gear at this point our house is comical it's just hanging around us um, mostly because we have a tiny apartment but we have gear everywhere and we always come home early I really like sleeping in my own bed especially after a long multi-day trip so I will I will trek out the extra what 16 miles to to sleep in my own bed <laughs> oh man uh yeah you've definitely I've been involved in stuff with you where you've definitely left early I'm like whatever I'm sleeping in man I want coffee in the morning before I have to do that next hike um so for me my uh trail stereotype that one was a hard one for me uh there's this thing called the pink blazer um basically uh alludes to the fact that they say they're in it for the adventure but they're a trail tail chaser um, tail in the sense of uh, 
a companion. We'll just put it that way. Um, I will say that she's I, married and taken everyone calm down. <laughs> I will say that mine is uh, in that sense, but more so for a friendship, for a buddy, for anyone who wants to come with me, I want to take everyone with me. Um, so that also kind of leads me towards that scout leader um, stereotype. So it's kind of a combo between those two. Uh, I just, I want to make sure everyone's having a good time. I want everyone to see what I see about the outdoors. Um, and get what I get out of it, which, uh, you know, lends itself well to wanting to be part of a part of this, uh, podcast. So. Okay. Question number two, what's your favorite luxury item? Um, mine is good coffee. I will, I will pack in good coffee and a small burr grinder because it's important to me, um, for the extra weight, especially if I'm out there an extra day, uh, please do not stick me with Folgers, what the heck were they called, Austin? Like the tea packets or something. Oh I don't my know. goodness! Oh. To be but you stuck. know what? When we were stuck in that storm, right? Like that, it tasted like the best freaking coffee I've ever had. <laughs> yes, yeah. awful. I reused that tea bag like three times, or the coffee bag three times. That's how desperate we were. But uh, yeah, please don't do that. Um, we'll have a whole podcast on how to have good backcountry coffee. It is important. Um, and especially for those of us that don't hike out the day early. Um, <laughs> my uh, favorite luxury item has and always will be my slippers. Uh, so these are my version of a camp shoe. They are phenomenal. They are completely excessive. They are basically a long stocking uh, moccasin. <laughs> so they do have a rubber bottom, so I can walk around in them. They do keep me really warm, but they definitely look like a very floppy version of an Ugg boot. Um, I can roll them down so they pack fairly well, but they are completely 100% unnecessary. I just love them. They bring a little comfort at home to the out outdoors when I'm relaxing in the cold, being in the Pacific Northwest. It's never super hot um, when you're when you're at night backpacking uh for most of the year so that's definitely my my luxury item here we go all right question number three what was your favorite wildlife encounter over the summer um i'm gonna go first because i think austin's has a great way of tying this whole podcast into a cute little bow um and we were there together so it's kind of for both of us um my favorite wildlife encounter was while i was fishing in seward with my partner mark and he was down there we're snagging so if any of you know what snagging is it's like crazy barbaric way where you just rip your line through the water and you just hope you snag a fish and not something else like a rock which i did drug a rock all the way in um so or a dead fish which i've also done um anyway so we were there fishing and and i was sitting up on the bank with our dog and all of a sudden this humpback whale comes out of the water like 50 60 um yards away from him and it was just the most the coolest thing I've ever seen I've never imagined fishing you know from shore and seeing a, a humpback whale so the bummer is that he did not see it at all I was throwing rocks at him and yelling at him and like sticks and stuff but because of the waves coming in he couldn't really hear me that he missed two of the two times where that that whale came out of the water so we joke that he saw no whales in our time in Alaska which is a real bummer because that's my favorite part. Yeah, I can only imagine missing that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and just the fact that you're fishing for these small fish 
creatures, and yet this giant thing, this just mammoth of a creature, just breaches out in front of you. It's got to be crazy. Um, <clears throat> so my story, um, which Sam was saying kind of ties into this whole podcast, my favorite memory of this last summer was when we were kayaking through the fjords in Alaska. Um, it was after we had waited out a pretty decent torrential downpour um, and we're trying to get to our last site so that we could get picked up a day early because there was a bigger storm coming in. So it was thankfully still light out, but coming to the end of it around like almost 11 o'clock at night because it's Alaska. And as we were getting ready to round to our camping spot, we hear this baby otter, um, the sea otter, we hear it crying basically. Um, and so a little backstory is when uh, a mother uh, otter senses danger, right? She'll fluff up the, the baby's fur and leave it floating on the surface. And then she'll dive down away from, you know, threat or <clears throat> a predator or whatever. And so this baby um, then being on the surface and it crying means that it's, you know, it's in danger. It's, it's sensing this threat. And I remember as we heard it, which drew attention to us that it was there. We were like, oh my gosh, look at this creature. It's so amazing. Like, holy cow, what an amazing experience that we're seeing this baby animal like right in front of us that like you don't see easily unless you're kayaking back in these areas. Um, and then at the same time, you're just, we're overcome with this rush of like, holy cow, like we're, the threat like we're the reason this thing is crying so while we're sitting here thinking of this like amazing life-changing experience instagram worthy thing like in reality we're actually like creating the exact opposite like life or death situation for this creature um and so the fact that two species can be going through such polar opposite emotions and um and feelings was just, I'm getting, you know, goosebumps now. It's like this visceral response when you realize that um, kind of contradiction going on at the same time and that we have that power as a species just in our ignorance um, of impacting the world around us. And um, so that was such a cool yet overwhelming experience as we tried to hustle our butt out of there in our extremely heavy kayak. Um, because of the impact that we were making. And so I think that speaks well to our goals here in the BTC Outdoor Project is that we want to experience nature for all the rawness and the beauty um, that it has, but know how to do it in the right way. We had no intent of putting that animal in harm's way. And by knowing that we were becoming the threat, we could do something about it sooner than later to make sure that we um, left as little footprint or impact in that area as possible as we continued on our way around there. Um, which I know that with the Instagram and social media presence that we have in the world right now, um, a lot of people don't know that, that something simple like that can be causing that effect. And so we really wanna be able to help educate and explain those types of situations so that you can have those experiences and not um, do a disservice to the wildlife around us. Yeah, I think in in the backcountry, and we, the people who spend time in the backcountry, we have a tendency to want to keep that to ourselves and keep other people from going out there. But the the reality of the situation is, there are more people going out there, and that's 
just how it is, but we need everyone to be on the same page about how to behave back there. Behave to keep yourself safe and the critters out there and the, the landscape. So um, being in the backcountry is a super magical experience for anyone. Um, you know, once, once you go out there and, and you spend a little time away from all the stimulation um, that we have or the modern comforts of the world, you realize what it's like to go back to your roots. And there's something really, really cool about that. So I do encourage people to go into the backcountry when they're, when they're prepared and they've, they've got a little bit of um, experience or mentorship, things like that, because that's, I mean, where we start it, right? That's the oldest part of our story. So it's a really, really cool thing to do. Um, and I encourage more and more people to get into it or get back into it. So that's what this podcast is going to be about. Um, once again, educating people, advocating for for the preservation of the wild, uh, wild land, and uh, making people better leaders in the outdoor industry. So we have um, just a stronger voice in general. I think that's probably it. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. We did it. Episode one for take how many? <laughs> three and a half. Four. Yeah, three and a half. <laughs> uh, barking dogs, squeaky stuff, me breathing into the microphone, all the above. My stomach started growling and I like turned it on you while you were talking and I was like, I don't know if it'll pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway.